This is the Effective Engineering Manager Podcast. In today's episode, Adam and Slava talk about effective ways to prepare before taking time off. Welcome to the Effective Engineering Manager Podcast. Hello, Slava. It's your time today. What would you like to talk about? Today, I'd like to talk about getting ready for uh, taking time off the right way. This is a certainly an, another great topic. And I think uh, to some of our listeners, they may be thinking, well, you know, is there a right way to take time off? And of course, in the context of engineering management and effective engineering management, um, there certainly is. So let's uh, talk about it. Uh, definitely. And uh, as you may have noticed and our listeners may have noticed, is that there's only one or two ways to do things right and the uncountable number of ways to do things wrong. <laughs> and uh, uh, we, we'll try to do it uh, and uh, tell, show, share with our listeners how to take time off the right way. So, and uh, we are going to talk about uh, really four things that we need to do when they're taking time off. And uh, number one would be uh, designating, designating a substitute. Uh, preparing your substitute, uh, setting up the setting up the uh, out of the office response in your email client, and the, um, after you came back from the t- your time off, uh, having a sync up with your direct report, um, so that you, you can get up to speed. That's basically the plan for today's um, um, today's conversation. Yeah, that's outstanding, and I and I think there's so many as we, as we said, doing it the right way. There are so many benefits i think as a manager when you when you kind of set good ground rules for this because it has when somebody takes off especially somebody who is a manager uh, it does have impact on the team uh, whether you think there is or not and and doing it the right way can uh, lead to a very successful path of making uh, strong decisions or a path where you're correcting bad decisions Um, so slava why don't you talk us through a little bit about some of the ways to uh, and, and some of the best practices for setting time off. So yes, uh, number one, uh, the uh, preparation for time off uh, starts quite a few days before you actually decide to take a time off, right? And uh, the, the first and the most important uh, step is to uh, designate a substitute. And uh, a substitute is uh, someone who would, be, who, would be, who would be you for the time you're out of the office, right? And uh, uh, the, the best way to approach it is to uh, start with delegating uh, your responsibilities or parts of your responsibilities to, uh, to your own, uh, one of your direct reports. And uh, who, would, who is the best uh, fit for, um, for being your substitute, right? And uh, usually these are your, uh, your best, right? The, the ones that whom you already trust, the ones who, you know, already um, uh, ready to take on some of your responsibilities if you're doing the things the right way and you know uh, developing their career so that they can uh, take on larger scope like your own right now uh, if you don't have a direct report uh, to designate as a substitute uh, another way to do it is to uh, ask your ask your own boss uh, who who you can hand off your responsibilities temporarily right and uh, if there's no one, right, uh, whom you can give your responsibilities for the, your time out, uh, you should work with your boss to take over your business for the time, for the time being. 
and that's pretty much the 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 most important and step and the getting ready for your for your time off yeah and arguably probably the most important um because if you don't have if you don't have a delegate uh someone who you can uh delegate to and and be effective at taking over when you're out um, that starts that domino effect of when things can can go bad and not only does it look bad on the person who you put in that spot or causes that person to struggle, but it could look bad on you as a manager because it shows that you're not handling that line of uh, succession, especially in cases when you have to be out. Yep, um, true. So tell us, uh, once you've designated a substitute, what's the next step? Uh, yes, uh, so the next step is uh, prepare your substitute. and. Uh, it also requires management work, um, and the, the first step is to identify what are the most important things that your substitute must know and do, and uh, appraise them on that. We're not talking about them becoming you 100% for the time you're out, right? But we're talking about the most important things. And uh, for example, things such as uh, who are the uh, key contacts uh, that they need to know and be acquainted with uh, to continue for things to happen, right? Uh, and uh, because this is usually what you do, your substitute may not know, right? And you need to share with them. And I suggest in form of a, some sort of a document, right? Um, doesn't have to be a public document, but at least in a written form so that they don't have to scramble and find uh, uh, people they, they need uh, uh, for things to continue to work. Uh, the second one is uh, uh, share with them uh, and forward uh, invites to the most important meetings. Uh, they don't have to attend all your meetings because if they do, then they won't be able to do their own work, right? And uh, and usually those uh, the mo those those most important meetings are uh, your boss's uh, uh, staff meetings. And you need to appraise the, your, your own boss that you're going to be substituted and uh, here, here's the individual who's going to be attending those that meeting or meetings while you're out, right? Uh, the second is uh, cross-functional meetings that you must attend and where you're usually contributing. If these are, are cross-functional meetings, you know, this so, sort of a second or third tier where, you know, you're joining most, most of the times as an observer and not contributor, uh, you, you should skip them. Right, and uh, the third is uh, the team meetings, right? Uh, I strongly recommend that uh, they run your own team meetings while you're out and while you still let the team know that they're gonna be representing you uh, during that time. And also the, uh, the third part of things that they need to know uh, is uh, uh, the important projects uh, that are in flight or maybe uh, coming up and uh, share the details of the statuses, right? So uh, that's that's those three things, right? The contacts, the important meetings, and the projects. Uh, they they should have a very good idea, and uh, invites to those meetings must be sent, uh, and the people you know should not be surprised that they're going to be joining while you're um, uh, while you're out of the office. Now. Uh there's a premise here. We're assuming that um, as a manager, you're going to be out for a relatively short amount of time, right? A week, two weeks. Um, is there anything during this period that you're not going to prepare your substitute to handle? Is there anything that's uh, 
not something you would want to delegate to your substitute during this time. Right. And uh, I, I do remember when you and I were talking about it uh, uh, f- a few days back. Um, yes, the one of the things that uh, you need to uh, to make sure that they, they understand, the team understand, uh, the team understands and your boss understands is that uh, for the duration of your absence, uh, the decision making process is uh, suspended, right? They're not required and in fact should not try to uh, make uh, key decisions uh, period, right? Because that, that would require a level of readiness they might not, may not have, and you might not be able to prepare them for that, right? And uh, uh, so th- those decisions, I mean, we, we all know those decisions, right? Like changes in uh, project direction or uh, hiring and firing uh, 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 people work, uh, right? Uh, there's a, there are lots of things happening on a daily and weekly and monthly basis that you engage and make decisions, right? And you need to uh, uh, clearly communicate to your substitute that uh, they are not on, on point uh, to be responsible for those decisions. And in fact, you do not re- recommend them. In fact, you should actually ask directly to say, hey, uh, in, there will be your situations when y- you will be asked uh, or someone will try to ask you to make some decisions uh, instead of myself, right? And you should politely but insistently uh, refuse and uh, defer it until you come back, right? Now, that's uh, that's basically the decision process gets suspended, right? Now, uh, it's actually, there's all, there are always uh, exceptions to the rules, right? And it, it is possible that certain decisions will have to be made, right? And uh, for example, if um, if you have uh, offers, if you're hiring and you have offers in flight, right? And uh, uh, it's possible that those, uh, you know, those candidates will land, right? And uh, offers uh, offers need to be generated and, you know, accepted and, uh, 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 you know, onboarding processes uh, maybe may, may have to start, right? So there are certain things and you need to think as a manager, right? Think forward, like, you know, two, one, two, three, four weeks, whatever you're going to be out, right? What are those decisions that still have to be made uh, and have a list of those? And you should take that list and bring it to your own boss, right? Not to your delegate, not to your substitute, but bring it to your own boss and share and appraise your boss on uh, what is that they need to be involved and uh, what is expected, right? Because your boss has the authority to, uh, as your as your boss to make those decisions and sign off on, on things, right? And it, it does a lot of, it has a lot of, you know, it makes a lot of sense to uh, be pretty clear that say, hey, we're hiring this individual, they're ready, uh, and uh, uh, when once HR notifies us that they, you know, they accept, you know, they're ready to accept an offer, someone has to track that offer was generated and sent to them, right? As an example, uh, that's. Uh, uh, that's about things that you know should not be done, or if they need to be done, they have to be done by your own boss. Yeah, and and those are extremely important points. I, I can't tell you uh, how many times um, early in my career, where either myself or other managers have been out, and people have, I don't want to say maliciously, but have using that opportunity to take advantage of a team that is without their leader. And whether it's trying to get something pushed through or trying to 
deflect blame to that team or, you know, whatever the situation may be, right? We all, we've all have been there. Um, I think it's really clear to have those boundaries and know them up front. And like you mentioned, if I am a manager and I'm going to be out, I should make sure my boss knows exactly the realm of delegation that I'm giving to my next in command and what we should be aware of for making sure that other people don't do to take advantage of the team. That's correct. That's correct. And uh, uh, so, yes, uh, uh, we, we talked about uh, uh, suspending the judgment and suspending the decision process. And uh, uh, before you start actually getting ready and setting up the uh, the out of the office response in your email email client, which is very important, right? Because this is going to be the robot that is going to be telling people that you're uh, you're out of office. Right. Uh, I, I suggest uh, sharing your uh, contact information with your boss uh, uh, in case of uh, in case of emergencies. Right. And uh, people understand that you're on vacation. Right. And the most likely chances of your boss bothering you with anything are not very high, but uh, they still need uh, your contact information, such as email, personal email, uh, personal uh, phone number. Right. Uh, uh, maybe even maybe even a home address if you want, right? What if you are taking a staycation, right? So, but uh, your boss needs to be aware. Now, if uh, you're going to be traveling in areas which there's not much of a contact, right? Uh, so-called, you know, limited access to the internet, right? Uh, make it known to your boss and in your out-of-office message in your uh, email client such as Outlook. Absolutely. And let's let's dig into that a little bit. Um, so you're getting ready to go on vacation. You're as a manager. You've, you've de- delegated or selected your delegate. You've prepared your delegate. Now what do you have to do to make sure that people know that you're out of office? Right. And uh, uh, that's where uh, one of the... Uh, uh, important parts uh, come into uh, into focus is uh, how you set up uh, the out of the office response in your email client, right? And uh, uh, this is very important because without doing it, and I've seen it, some some people missing it, or some people just uh, you know providing short blurbs uh, in that uh, uh, message, right? And this is critical because uh, this is going to be your uh, inf- uh, tool for uh, disseminating information and enabling self-service while you're out, right? And that's why the content of that uh, response is very important. And uh, there are very simple rules, but there are also important rules on uh, of uh, how, to, how to do this, right? And uh, uh, in the content of the uh, uh, out-of-the-office response in your email client, um, my my favorite one, and I've been using it for many, many years, is Outlook, and uh, there might be might, might be other clients. But I think at this point, most of the cl- uh, clients used by corpor- by corporations do support uh, out of the office. So first, the first th- first statement or first line in your uh, out of the office response should be a clear statement of uh, from what date to what date you will be out, right? Uh, this. Uh, sets the tone in terms of expectation you know people will not try to you know uh, once they got that message they'll know that they, there's no reason to co- trying to contact you more 
right? Uh, now, uh, keep in mind that sometimes you need to extend your, uh, in your vacation or shorten it, hopefully not. <laughs> uh, if this happens, you'll need to update, uh, keep updating that out of the office uh, uh, remotely and making sure that it reflects the factual dates. And what I've seen a few times, in fact, that uh, people forget, right? Okay, they, they, got, they extended their um, out of the office time or, or vacation, right? paid, paid time, time off, but they forgot to update the time, the, the response, the automated response, and then people would begin to think that you're back or try to reach out to you, and then uh, it's going to look like you're ignoring people while, in fact, you're not, not even in the office. So you need to be on top of it, right? So uh, the second uh, statement should be um, who is your substitute, right? And it, it can't just go as simple as uh, during my absence, uh, individual XYZ is going to be my substitute. And what I suggest is to provide also an email, right? Uh, because usually people can just type up the name and the uh, email and it's going to show up, right? But it, it's going to save a click or actually a lot of clicks if you just provide an email. And if necessary, their, uh, uh, their, their phone number. Can it be company phone number or personal phone number if they're okay with it, right? But the more information about the contact information, the better. <clears throat> so now, uh, if you are a manager of managers, you also need to state uh, who are your direct reports and their areas of responsibility. For example, in an in IT, IT situation, that can be uh, uh, person XYZ is responsible for email infrastructure, this person is responsible for uh, networking and things like this, right? So that if something happens, right, the people already, people already know whom, how to find those folks and, you know, they don't have to scramble, right? Uh, now, uh, uh, if you're going to be uh, outside of the communications reach and, and you still are willing to accept the calls, which I don't recommend because if it's your vacation, you better vacate and not, you know, work because if, if people keep calling you, then it's not going to be a real, you know, you're not going to take rest as you should, right? But if you are, if sometimes, maybe, and maybe your job requires uh, still, you know, be available in, if emergency is a normal part of your life, they might actually ask you to share that information. And then just you can provide uh, information about, uh, give your phone number, and uh, email uh, that you may be, might be reached uh, at. Now, and uh, the last thing, and this, this is uh, a bit more advanced and uh, you don't have to do it, but if you want to be really, you know, on, a, on top of everything, uh, I usually provide uh, links to important uh, project and program pages in, in document sharing systems, such as Confluence, for example, right? Status pay, project status pages, and pretty much any other information radiator that uh, people may use to self-serve, right? That's about uh, how to set up the out-of-the-office response in your email client. Yeah, I mean, pretty straightforward steps, but very important and very much a part of this process, considering the impact that you'll have. Um, you know, when how you know when email goes out and goes to you i mean you're basically broadcasting that you're not there and broadcasting who is taking over for you and so that's certainly important i think it's also another um important thing you touched on that you're as a manager it's important that you're a hundred percent in or out right 
um, or very clear what the what the um, what the line is. Um, many times, you know, we've seen. I've seen this where managers will say they're taking off, they take off, and then they don't really stop communicating. And even if they did put a delegate in place, that person is doesn't know what to do, right? Because they feel like, is this guy still responding? Or is he on vacation? When should I, you know, you don't want to step over your boss's toes, you know, and um, it, it can be, it can be challenging. Um, so I think it's very clear to have that very formal process for communicating um, and communicating to the delegate to say, hey, I'm setting out my out of office. I am going to be out and I'm only available for emergencies, for example. Um, what are your thoughts on setting those those boundaries? Yeah, I think I think what you're saying is uh, is, is correct uh, because uh, uh, in management, it's always, uh, you know, it's, it's never uh, uh, white and black except some really exceptional situations, right? So, uh, Whoever is doing it needs need to be aware of the context, right? You, if if the situation is such that you have great great uh, great team, you can delegate very safely, and you can almost completely disconnect. That's great, right? But at the same time, if uh, you are living in a in the middle of a let's say major product launch, right, or uh, it's known that you will be needed at some point, maybe not the whole vacation, but you know for maybe half of a day or a few hours, right? Uh, better, better make make yourself available, right? Uh, because you don't want to like really uh, disappear. Well, of course, if you are like traveling uh, um, in in the locations where there's no really way to communicate, uh, but uh, be be basically be uh, be wise, right? Be uh, be aware of the context, right? But at the same time, I think what I've seen, which really doesn't work too well, is when managers leave right and there, there's everything is set up you know everyone everyone knows that they're gone and they're still responding to emails responding to um, messengers you know they're just you can just see that they, they're not really gone gone right they're just right there right and uh, and i think it's uh it's it's hard sometimes for some people to let go right and uh, this is where the delegation skills that we talk a lot about is are very important right you have to feel good and safe about uh, your own team and that must start much sooner right uh, you that build uh, building the trust uh, uh, building you know building their abilities to handle extend the scope uh, building your own ability to delegate right and uh, feel okay about it uh, yeah that's that's about it yeah yeah no those are i think those are very important and you know it's the reason we bring this up because we've we felt it and experienced it and uh, we know it's an important a uh, topic that has a lot of impact either direction. Um, so now let's say you've taken off successfully and had a nice vacation and come back and you did your, you delegated somebody in advance and you come back to work your first day. Um, now what do you just go back to, do you just go back to managing like normal or is there a handover or is there any other thing that you want? to do to close out that uh, uh yes as always uh, there's a, a right way to do it and uh, not so right way to do it right and um, what happens that when you come back right because of that process where you delegated only the parts of your responsibilities right things were happening right while you were out and you don't really have any sort of a situational awareness like like i said if you really had a good, good vacation right 
Uh, and uh, it's very important uh, after coming back to uh, set up a, a sync up meeting with your uh, with your delegate, most of the times your direct report or, or even your boss, right? And reacquire this uh, um, operational context, right? Require the knowledge of the situation. And it shouldn't be something, you know, something big, just, you know, pretty much same day you come back, you know, set up a 30 minute meeting with your uh, delegate and uh, ask really, Two questions, right? Uh, what happened uh, during your absence for their own understanding and participation, right? And uh, uh, ask them uh, what requires your attention according to their understanding, right? That that should bring you back to you know back to the normal operational state. That's it. Outstanding. Well, this is uh, some very clear guidance for our listeners, Lava, and hopefully something they can uh, start using immediately. Um, in a nutshell, anything you would like to share with the audience as far as how they can get started with this? Uh, yes. Uh, so uh, in our checklist for uh, taking time off is very simple. Uh, number one, uh, uh, designate a substitute, uh, prepare a substitute, uh, set up the uh, out of the office response in your email client, and upon returning, uh, have a sync up meeting uh, with, your, uh, uh, with your substitute. Awesome, Slava. Well, this has been outstanding guidance as always, and uh, look forward to more discussions in the future. Well, this sounds good. And um, um, I'd like to invite our listeners to reach out to us with uh, more topics to talk about. Uh, our uh, email is uh, contact at effectiveem.com, or we can be found on LinkedIn or on, on Twitter, and uh, our website is www dot uh, effectivem.com. Um,